Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Black Opinions Matter. Motherfucker. <laughs> Joined as always by my homies, John Gervais, of course, and Black Trey. Amin is out this week for rest purposes. He's doing um, what we call what, what, what's load managing this week. Uh, on today's show, we're gonna get into the latest episode of Power. Talk about Snoop Dogg of all people complaining about explicit lyrics. <laughs> The verses got canceled this weekend. We want to get into the evolution of verses, man. How it started during quarantine and where it's at. Corporate acquisitions and mergers and all of the stuff that's involved with verses when it started from, you know, Teddy Riley having horrible internet. But first, we want to send a special rest in peace shout out to Tiny Lister, Compton, Los Angeles, native and legend of the movie business of the wrestling business, of just, you know, just black culture. He's been a mainstay for damn near 30 years now. Um, He passed over the weekend. Um, And so, Trey, I want to open up the floor to you because, you know, for me, he's just somebody I saw in all kinds of movies, right? Like, uh, I was telling somebody, he's like the black Danny Trejo in that way, right? Like, he basically pops up, and he's the same dude in everything that he does, right? Like, and everybody knew him. Of course, I think he's probably most famous for being Debo, to the point where, like, his name might as well be Debo, um, but he's just a legend. Uh, and I definitely wanted to talk to you about, you know, somebody from your neighborhood ascending to that, and not like, you know, he's not like an Anthony Anderson, who's also a Compton native, but like, you know, a professionally trained actor, comedian type, like, this dude is is from the block and was able to ascend into Hollywood, man. Just talk about that for, for us, man. Yeah, I mean, dude, when you, when you, you just nailed it, like, honestly, like, he's the black Danny Trejo, but also, you know, when you really think about it, he bodied that role as Debo to the point that he was going to be Debo for the rest of his life. You know what I'm saying? To the point where they're even doing illustrations of him stealing halos in heaven. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but when you really think about how his career started with just being a professional wrestler uh, and then, you know, being in a film with Hulk Hogan, No Holds Barred, you know, and, you know, embodying the whole villain role in Hollywood. You know what I'm saying? He stood six foot five, you know, and how the camera would pan up. You would think this guy was seven feet, <laughs> you know, and they always, you know, made him mad brolic. And, you know what I'm saying? He was known for his physical stature. But um, on a personal standpoint, man, he was one of the, probably the, the first celebrities I ever met in my life. Wow. And and one of the situations was he always gave back to where he was from. You know what I mean? And Compton Christmas Parade happens in every December. Um, he would have his float and he would pass out his headshot and it'd be black and white photo. And, you know, obviously during the time of Friday, like that was that was huge yeah, to Compton right. for one. But then everybody's like, yo, that's Debo. And you know what I'm saying? And and he owned it. You know what I'm saying? He owned a little bit of everything. But as you think about, obviously, how, how much he bodied Debo and being in Next Friday, you can go down the line with all the movies that he was in. The Fifth Element, The Dark Knight, Runaway Train, Jackie Brown, Posse, Beverly Hills Cop 2, Austin Powers Gold Member, mm. um, I Got the Hookup, you know what I'm saying? Never Die Alone, The Wash, like, The Players Club, bro. Like, he was in all the hood classics, and for that, he just also was so much bigger than Compton, bro. He just became like a world figure in that in that standpoint. And you know, even to the last parts of his life, he was doing little little spots trying to scare kids about staying inside for COVID. You know what I'm saying? And was like just really using using his talent to the right 
right right aspect. You know what I'm saying? And I, I'm glad that people was able to give his give him his flowers. You know what I'm saying? He got featured. You know, he, I don't know if he was at that game when he was at the Clippers game. He rode all there. on the bike. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And 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 how much he means to the culture, not just Compton, but just you know what I mean, the ghettos of America. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, shit, man, the house shoe that ain't even called the Debo's <laughs> is nicknamed the Debo's because the nigga was stepping on the back of uh, of some swap meet uh, house shoes that that were really comfortable and and the way he wore them made them even more comfortable. So you know we lost the icon. Um, you know, sixty two is very young, man. They still haven't um, came up with the autopsy of how how his causes of death, but man, he's gonna be truly missed. Um, in the city, um, but also uh, in the movie industry. Jerv, what, what's your relationship to Debo? Because, you know, stuff like Friday, Thin Line Between Love and Hate is right in your, you know what I mean? Your wheelhouse, you know. Um, obviously, all his work resonated with cats like us from the neighborhoods that we're from. Um, what was your sort of relationship with Debo and his work? So for me, uh, you know, and, you know, definitely rest in peace, uh, and Trey is absolutely right. He is Debo. Um, but I remember him hitting the scene. Um, what was that? No Holes Bar, No Hose, No Holes Bar, or whatever it was, the uh, the Hulk Hogan movie. And uh, you know, I'm not Rob, but like I was heavy. I was heavy into wrestling at that point. Yeah, you uh, was a Hulkamaniac. Point in time. Oh, bro, I ate my vitamins. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I tried to I tried to rip my shirt, you know what I mean? But Back, you know, I I didn't successfully rip my shirt because you know my parents ain't play that shit. <laughs> I wasn't just about to get a new shirt, but uh, nah, like you know, what I mean, so I remember when he hit the scene, and uh, you know, I was always uh, I didn't I didn't know all the stuff that he did, you know, outside of just the entertainment business, um, and you know, but it was always a joy when you would see homie come on the screen, uh, whether it was you know a, a major role like Debo. Or whether it was something super duper uh, minor, but he just killed the role, like you know, Players Club when he, uh, I mean, when he set the whole, he set the whole rumble off. You know what I'm saying? Like, homie's presence was always felt. Uh, I think you hit it right on the head, the nail on the head, when you said he's the Danny Trio, trail of uh, for for black people. You know what I mean? He, he of hood classics. Uh, you know, it's definitely going to be uh, someone that's missed. Sixty two is super super duper young, uh, man. You know, so just you know. Uh, rest in peace to him. Shout out to his family, man. Keep, you know, and just, you know, everybody that just loved and, and was impacted by homie, man. You know, just, you know, you know, my heart and everything goes out to them, man. Whenever someone is lost, uh, no matter if you had a personal relationship with that person or if you just have a relationship where that person just impacts you by uh, you enjoying their 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 craft and, and things of that nature, man. It, it's always tough. So, uh, you know, rest in peace to him and shout out to his family. All right, man. So, you know, obviously our thoughts are with the people who were closest to him and with all the people around the world, really, who loved his work. Rest in peace, Tiny Lister. Uh, there's no easy way to transition here, but we do got to go to Versus. We had a Versus schedule between Ashanti and Keisha Cole. Um, because Versus now is an in-person thing, whereas when it first started, it was all remote. It had to be canceled because Ashanti tested positive for COVID-19. Um, obviously, this this virus has claimed the lives of millions of people at this point now. Um, you know, it's a serious issue, but I'm not going to lie to y'all. I laughed when Ashanti said, I don't know how this happened when she's on a plane every single day. She's literally been traveling for months now. Um, like on a literally like a weekly, damn near daily basis. So I found it to be hilarious. Um, but you know, it, it, it did like, it was funny because it got people to talk and trade about the humble origins of verses, right. Um, of, you know, Swizzy and Timbo being where they was on Instagram live, shabby audio quality, shabby visual quality. Um, but the people just rallying around it because of how difficult and how shocking just the whole pandemic and um, quarantine was initially in March to now, you know, these dudes that sold the rights to Apple, it's millions of people every week. You know, we got to watch, <laughs> we got to watch Gucci tell Yeezy to his, excuse me, Jeezy to his face that he killed this man. And if he sent another dude, he'd kill him too. Um, it, it like the evolution of this thing is just crazy, but I did thought, think it was dope 
that people was like, man, back in the old days, COVID or not, this would have went down. Uh, the crazy thing about back in the old days, we're only talking about six months. Right. <laughs> which is crazy how, how long 2020 has been. But, like, you're correct. I mean, Ashanti definitely was not taking the right precautions to prepare for this. And I hope that she, you know, recovers from this, you know, really healthy. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, most people spend, spend time researching her life and pulling up pictures and saying, ain't no mask in sight. And, of course, this is how you got it. You know what I mean? It's always... <laughs> You know, you, you, you know, you don't want to be um, a, co- a COVID guilter. So at the end of the day, I hope that her and her camp continues to get well. Um, I'm kind of glad that this didn't happen. I mean, for the homies that got girlfriends, because it would have been some PTSD. <laughs> if, you know, if Keisha Cole album rang out and y'all get hit for some, for some past nigga shit. <laughs> some shit that y'all wasn't even with your girl yet. And, you know, but... I thought it was pretty dope. I was seeing women, you know, get into their outfits and, and really dress up and play this up only for it to be shut down. And, and and to your point was, you mentioned how if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know, the situation was working in two different separate locations. Obviously, Nelly and Teddy Riley are the infamous guys to, to have technical difficulties, but we've since improved it. And I don't think that we need to have one prime location like a boxing match. Um, and this still could have happened, but I obviously, you know, with the rights being sold, I don't know if it's pressure from up top to have these artists in the same place and use these special type of cameras and, and sound quality to make these events happen. Um, it just seems to be like that we're going to, it's going to be like sports, you know, like guys get COVID and then you have to cancel the event and, and continue to cancel it. And I mean, obviously moving forward from it, you know, hopefully people learn to like, Cause I don't know how much these artists get paid for it or do they reap the benefits of streaming or however it is set up for them to, to, to participate in this. But I do hope that, you know, learning from it, that you kind of have to be disciplined in order to, 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 to do this battle. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have to lock in a couple, like at least two weeks before you start getting wild again, win, win the battle and then go back and get lit. Um, but yeah, man, and then now we have the infamous Bay Area with um, E40 and Too Short. Now, I know Jerv is probably gonna make a face, but, um, well, but, but before, much love. Before, nah, before no, we get no, into no that, face over before here. Before we bro. get into that, um, Jerv, um, like I talked to my man uh, yesterday, and him and his girl basically like they had food ready. They they was about to pop some prosecco. They was about to get into it for this battle. Were you somebody who was looking forward to the battle? Because like so. I can say say for myself, like I don't lock into every single verses, right? Um, if it's artists that I'm interested in, I'm gonna watch it. Like I'm not like like I don't really care about the format. I don't even care about the sound quality. As long as I'm interested in the artist, I'm gonna lock in. Um, Ashanti and Keisha Cole, like I'm not gonna hold you. Like I'm not R&B smooth. I ain't an R&B dude. Like I don't really. I don't really do the R&B thing too tough, so I wasn't, like, I didn't really care, right? But I know from my, from my timeline, like, people were really about to lock in with this, Jerv. Were you about to lock in? Hell no. <laughs> uh, I, 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 had, I, I had no plans whatsoever to watch this, Joan. I'm like you, bro. Like, there's, 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 there's a, every two or three battles that pop up, I'm like, ah, I'm good. You know what I mean? I might... I might tap in uh, just to, you know, to see some of the comments to make sure everything's going smooth. But I, I had no plans to watch this. Um, I probably would have watched it just on the strength that I would have, you know, something would have happened. Somebody would have tweeted something. Somebody would have hit me, been like, yo, you got to like, yo, oh, I mean, no, nah, you know, I'm, I'm fronting. I, I definitely would have tuned in just on the strength just to get a quick peek. You know what I'm saying? Just just to just to see what it was hitting for. You know what I mean? Just to glance at the at, at the lovely queens real quick. But uh uh other than that, bro, nah, like I I, I was cool. I, I was amused by the amount of my uh my, my the amount of people on my timeline that were just like like hurt. Like, I mean, you know, and, and I mean shout out the verses, bro, because it's like it's a testament to how y'all were saying, like where bro, it's come from. People are planning their the day po- around this event. Like these, these are these are date nights now for people. For these are date nights for couples. These are gatherings for uh for for squads. You know what I'm saying? Like I know for the Jeezy and I mean the Jeezy and um uh uh, uh Gucci John, like 
I know, like, I know homies linked up for that joint. Like, you know what I mean? Like, homies really linked up and were like, yo, come through, you know what I mean? Do this, that, and the third. And, uh, you know, so it, it's, it's amazing. Bro, it's to see like the that. fight. It's like the yeah, fight. Yeah, like, it, it really is a fight now, bro. Like, it, it, it legit is. Um, I get super duper excited when I see a versus come up and I'm like, damn, that, you know what I mean? Like, when I saw Gucci and Jeezy, I said, all right, bet. You know what I mean? This is me. I know what I'm doing that night. You know, uh, this joint that just that was supposed to happen. You know, I I, I was like, ah, you know, I, I'll pop in. I see, I see what it's hitting for to say I was there. Like one of the things was like, yeah, I was there, but I didn't really stay for the event or whatever. So I wasn't hurt. Um, I, I you know, I feel sorry for all those that playing their Saturday night around it. You know, these is crazy times. We're back on lockdown again for those that are choosing to be locked down and and quarantine. So I know a lot of people had their henny. I know a lot of shorties went and got they uh got their outfits together, got they they hair done. You know what I mean? The homies brought out the uh the, the velour sweatsuits and and the, bu- the bucket hats and all that shit. Man, the henny was definitely flowing. I saw a lot of henny bottles being posted on Instagram. Uh so you know, I feel sorry for those people uh that didn't get what they want, man. But hopefully Ashanti uh learns from this. Hopefully she's healthy. And uh, you know, uh when they do it again, you know, you know, the nineties, the nineties babies. The era of real music, the era of real hip hop, the era of real R and B. Um, those those people that are fans of that will uh, will get what they want. Were you trying to lock in with with Ashanti and, and um um Trey? Sorry. I mean, I I really didn't have any like crazy plans. So yeah, for sure, man. There's always something <laughs> to do, and I also bang with both of those artists. Like Ashanti actually is one of the first chicks I had a crush on. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like as an artist, you feel me? The the crazy hair, the uh, sideburn joints was nuts to me in high yeah, school. Yeah, Glen so. Cove, Long Island zone, man. Um, Glen Cove you know is, a, is a suburb in Long Island, not too far from Queens, probably like a 25-minute drive from Queens. So I knew people from that neighborhood growing up. I knew people who knew her back when she was in high school and stuff like that. Like She's like she's a bit of a local legend where I'm from. So um, definitely got a lot of love and respect for Ashanti for sure. Yeah, man. So being able to watch both of these women career bud and, you know, get to where it was is definitely dope. You know what I mean? Keisha Cole getting the Kanye, uh, the Kanye co-sign early with the beat. You know what I'm saying? And she did her thing on her on her album. And Ashanti, obviously, she got some bangers. She could have she could have pulled a trap, a thug motivation one on one and maybe wash Keisha up off that first joint. So. You know, all fun and games, you know, it depends on what, what borough or what hood you grew up in and how you're going to feel and what type of per. Because I feel like for the ladies, that's more of a personal battle than anything because they got memories attached to those songs. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why it would have been I should have cheated. Hey, man. <laughs> Somebody had, was about to some get boxed upside sure. their head for, for rocking with also, those Also, she could have used... She could have used "Let's Get Blown," mm. Keisha Cole. She was the vote. She was the "Can I Get My Thrill?" Oh wow, I never knew that. Yeah, that's a bomb fact. How often do you use excuses like "I had a long day at work" or "I'm just not feeling it"? It isn't easy to talk about erectile dysfunction, but Roman makes it easy to discuss and treat ED. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship you real medication with free two-day shipping. Free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com B-O-M. That's GetRoman.com bomb and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to talk about, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a doctor and take care of it. Just go to GetRoman.com bomb to get $15 off your first order of ED treatment, a free online visit, and free two-day shipping. That's GetRoman.com bomb for $15 off your first order of ED treatment. GetRoman.com bomb, B-O-M. Get 15 bucks off. Um, all right, so you mentioned... You mentioned the next joint that they actually announced. They announced E40 and Short Dog, Too Short. Uh, obviously, too, you know, they, legend doesn't even do them justice for what they mean to the Bay Area. Like, these guys are, are gods, right? Um, for Bay Area, uh, you know, e, Too Short for specifically, um, I can speak to because my older brother was a huge fan of Too Shorts. Um, he had a lot of fans on the East Coast, Too Short did. Um, and I, I, you know, I just remember 
popping the CD and just hearing him say just the wildest, most flagrant shit. Like that's what Too Short is known for. For just he will say the wildest shit. Um, and he's definitely somebody who keeps it true to the game. And we talking about the game, game, y'all. We we not talking about LeBron and KD, y'all. We talking about. <laughs> and, and, and short dog is definitely true to the game man um just a le- legendary figure e40 um you know I, I obviously like raps as i was growing up rap city was my favorite freaking show period on tv and that was my way of learning what people were listening to in the bay what you know cats was listening to in houston with joints like little troy want to be a baller like Stuff that you would never hear on Hot 97. And so E-40 was just a a, a cat um, that was just, all right, that's a Bay Area artist. I didn't really know nothing about what he meant to the town until I got older and I actually met people who were from the Bay who were just like, oh, nah, 40 is it. You know what I'm saying? Um, And so I think it'll be dope just for what they mean um, to the places where they're from. You know, like I said, Too Short had songs with Hove like early, like 20 years ago and all of that. So like, I, th- I feel like Too Short definitely just has a a, a, a coastal appeal on the East um, that I don't necessarily see um, from E-40. But obviously, again, um, these dudes are just legendary in the Bay. I mean, when you think about these two, bro, you think about Vince Carter, bro, playing 20 some years, bro, and still being able to Facts. do something at least contribute and they still dropping albums to this day. You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing. Like, I don't, I don't know how they still do it, but they do it. And E40 find a way to get a slap out there. And for those that's listening, bro, don't use slap with food. Slap only go with the music. <laughs> E40 is the originator of all this lingo, all this shit, the cool shit that niggas talking before when Noriega and them was hitting all that slime and all that shit. E40 was out here politicking out his trunk, talking all that. You know what I mean? You know, for shizzle dizzle and all that snoop got all that from e40 so we always gonna pay homage to the godfather of slang but like you said was in the coastal standpoint short dog got some hits with big got some short some hits with uh with um jay scarface he got two joints with jay he listen he got <laughs> joints all over and E-40 got joints. That's the thing. Like E-40 got, you know what I'm saying? Like I know Jerry Food with Automatic with Fab. Like he got some heaters in there. Tell me when to go. You know what I'm saying? Like, and obviously the young boys kind of turned their nose up on them and had to kind of be redirected and put pay homage. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, anytime some new artists come around, they always think that they better than the OGs right. and the OGs always trying to put them on game. So when you really think about the game that E-40, you know what I'm saying? And, and Too Short was really given to these young partners in the game. Like, that's not – you can talk about East Coast artists who actually done chopped it up or did a show in the Bay and actually done got coached by these dudes. So, despite – you don't have to bang with their music, but you have to bang with their longevity, their craft, how they able to – you know what I'm saying? Like, he's the first real mixtape artist, honestly. Literally, no record label selling it. Literally, cassette out his trunk, teaching the game. Master P came to the Bay and learned that hustle from E-40 and them. You know what I'm saying? They company. You know what I mean? Overall. So, shouts to the Bay in general. Um, it might not be everybody cup of tea, but you know what I mean? They done, they done broke a bunch of uh, artists and, and, and a lot of artists done grown up under them. Yo, it's it's, uh, it's, it's funny that you say uh, that they may not be everybody's cup of tea um, because, you know, that's not really... They, they, they really not my flavor of tea, but at the same time, I, you know, I have the utmost respect um, for the two homies, uh, legends, uh, you know, and it's one of them battles that I'm going to, t- I'm going to tap in, but I, I'm not going to plan my night around it. Right. Like if something, you know I'm like, telling you, if players ball drop, no, so like, it's you're going to be in here percolating. No, so like, bro, like it's, it's one of them Jones with like, it could go one or two ways for me with the, with, with them battling. If Too Short, I'll just use him, for example. If Too Short decides to go mainstream and just play all the shit that he didn't put out, like like y'all mentioned, the joints were whole, joints were big. Um, you know, like just just the classic tracks that he has that like that have tapped into the East Coast. I'm here for that. I gotta say this respectfully. Re- matter of fact, I'll just leave with respectfully, if they play cuts off of album 33. 
that only been played at B-side parties in the Bay that I've never been to, that I've never heard, I'm off that. You know what I mean? And, and you know, I'm not saying it's trash. I'm not saying it's not good. You know, it's just not for me. But I will tap in because this is, this is, I will tap in. I'm not going to play my night around it, but I will tap in just because I think that this is probably one of the more um, interesting battles just because of the the dynamics that's with it, um, the type of music that these cats have put out. Um, and, you know, like Trey, you said it best, brother. Like E40 needs to get all his flowers, dude. Um, just, just, you know, the slang was, was, was wild to me in the beginning. It was, it was super duper wild. It was crazy. I didn't understand it. And then here I am 20, 15, 20 years later, whatever, when for shizzle, my nizzle and all that shit is, is fly now to say, you know, I'm, I'm on the wave. You know what I mean? Like I used to hear E40 say crap like that when people were playing. I used to be like, what the fuck is he talking about? Right. Respectfully. But at the same time. In the, in the words of Asaha, isms. That's hey, pimp bro. talk. That's all it is from the Bay. It's yeah. ism. Shouts to Chicago and shouts to the Bay. Ism. Shouts to Detroit. Hey man, that, that, that they was the soundtrack of a Detroit genre too. of Saddam pop. That, they was a, a genre of shit that like I just I was I was into watching. Like you know what I mean? Like all that pimps up hoes down. Can I say that? Was of course. I, am I tripping? Or, of course. Oh, I said. Of course pimp, you can pimp, say it. Pimps up hoes down. All that you know. All that shit that used to come out when on HBO and all that stuff like that, that stuff that I used to be like, oh, this is crazy. Like, what, what is this world that everyone's talking about? Like, I don't even know what this is. And then you hear these dudes talking about it and then you get introduced to, like, the West Coast is wild to me. I think that, you know, I love the East Coast, but the West Coast is one of the most interesting places to me because it's like, we over here, we do our thing. And then over there, it's just a whole nother world. And I think that they were introducing us to a world that, me as a dude from Philly, I had no idea what that shit was. But as I got older, I started to learn things. I started to be around certain things and and, and, and hear people say that they did this and they seen this. And it's the shit that they were talking about, man. So I think it's dope that these two artists are getting their flowers. It just, I'm not, I'm not making, I'm not setting my alarm clock for Saturday at 8 p.m. You know what I mean? Like I'll catch it, but I'm not setting my alarm for Saturday at 8 p.m. or whatever day it will be on. Look, my thing is, I want, I'm going to watch this because, and I and I think people should understand this. Um, in order to understand a sort of vibe or a culture that isn't your own, you need to experience it where it lives, right? Like, I can't send you some go-go records for you to understand it. You have to actually go to DC and go to a go-go. And then you'll be like... Ah, I get it now, right? Um, and I think the same thing is true for Bay music. Like, last time we was in the Bay, Trey took me to a party. Um, and Bay people, if they're going to do one thing, they're going to party, <laughs> right? Like, they're going to dance. They're going to have a good time. And I was like, okay, I get it now. I get the music. I get what it's supposed to do. All cultures, too. I get too. what the feeling it, is. You know what I'm saying? You, know what you what was saying? with the yeah. white Bay homies even going up. Of course, of course. And so um, that's that's why I'll be interested to watch it because I know it's going to be a party for sure, for sure. Um, do we have anything else on E-40 or uh a Stream his latest album. <laughs> that's all I stream, got. Stream their latest album. And, um, you know, one last anecdote. Uh, B.I.G. tells a famous story about E-40. Um, I think he talks some shit. On a record or something. They was in Sacramento. Or, or in an interview or something. E-40 got word, booked him for a show. Big didn't know who was booking him for a show. He got there and E-40 was like, yo fam, you was talking crazy. I can get you got, fam. And Big had to pay homage and be like, my bad, brother. Said it sorry and everything was love afterwards. So that's all you need to know about Oh, he done ran up monster. on Rashid Wallace too, man. Listen, first of all, you don't play around. You don't play with it. You don't don't, don't talk play. about the OG crazy. <laughs> Mob ties, baby. Um, all oh, right, Earl monster. Stevens wine. That's what it is. Go get his wine. He got a wine. Go get his wine. Support the wine. Um, oh, hold moving on. on. Okay, go can ahead, I just ask some? Yo, that that wine comment made me think of something. Yo, I was trying not to head this way, but I just tried that fucking um, nineteen crimes, the Snoop shit. It's good. Yo, yeah, I had it. 
I had it. It's really I thought, good. Bro, I was trying not to try it because I was like, oh, here we go. Negroes is, <laughs> Negroes is yeah. Negroing, right? Uh-huh, oh, they, uh-huh, they throw uh-huh. Snoop Jerry on the bottle and it's money. Same feeling and thought, 100%. But I tried it, bro, and I don't I don't even like red wine. So if you telling me to try uh, Earl Stevens wine, bro, here you go. I'm locked in. I'm going to try it. I'm all about trying things. I just had to put that in, bro, because I, I, I Negroed a couple weeks ago, and I tried the Snoop wine, so I'll Negro again, and I'll try the Earl Stevens. Nah, I'm telling you, you're going to really bang with Earl Stevens. It's official. Um, and my girl, who's a bit of a wine snob, she even enjoyed it. So um, it's official. Y'all go out and get that if it's in your local stores. Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? I know I've been through it. I've had problems at work, problems in relationships, uh, you know, even problems as a parent. Sometimes you don't know where to turn to or who to talk to, particularly when you, you don't want to talk to someone who knows you, who might have a bias or might hold what you're gonna say against you. You wanna talk to someone who's experienced and licensed and at the same time, distant and removed from you. BetterHelp is here to help. They'll assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line, it's not self-help. This is professional counseling done securely online. There's a broad range of expertise available which may not be locally available in many areas. The service is available for clients worldwide. I know many of our listeners are listening to us from other countries, whether it's Canada, Australia, somewhere in Europe, somewhere in Asia, or somewhere in Africa. Look, you guys can access this as well. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available for those who need it. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit their website. Read the testimonials. They're posted daily. For instance, this one from user NU after counseling with Denise Wall Marlin for two years on issues concerning depression, stress, anxiety, and self-esteem. Quote, I have found Denise to be an excellent counselor. She has broad experience in all techniques to get rid of anxiety and ruminating thoughts and always puts things in perspective for me. I recommend her 100%. Hell, I hear that one. I want to sign up with Denise because I know ruminating thoughts and anxiety is something I deal with all the time. So here's what you can do. I'll do it too. Visit betterhelp.com slash B-O-M. That's better H-E-L-P and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. It's a special offer going right now for our listeners here on Bomb. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash B-O-M. That's betterhelp.com slash B-O-M. Uh, speaking of Snoop Dogg, man, um, the dog father came out and basically <laughs> started bitching, for lack of a better word, man. Like He's bitching about explicit lyrics in rhymes, saying that shorties could you know leave a little bit up to the imagination blah 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 and whatever you can have an opinion you can agree or disagree with snoop dogg but i think the main thing jerv and trey for me is that this shit rings hollow from the dude that rapped in which your wrinkle pussy i can't be your lover okay um this is the dude who dropped doggy style as his debut album a woman is Ain't a freaking no dog on the freaking cover. Ain't no fun if the homies can't have none. Like, are you fucking kidding me, Snoop Dogg? Like, stop it. You, like, I'm, okay. Kirk Franklin could come out and maybe say this. Lecrae could come out and maybe say this. You know, rappers who, who rap clean can maybe come out. And not that I would agree with them. I'd still say they're dead wrong. But I'd be willing to hear their, their little argument. Snoop Dogg cannot make this fucking argument. I'm sorry. Get it out of here, Snoop. Jer, what's my quote for the chat all the time? Let what? Let, 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 let the women have fun, man. 
Let the women have fun, bro. Like, let them have fun, bro. We're not here to police. But while you bring up a good point, I mentioned in the, uh, in the rundown was that why older generation, and I don't want to age it because it's, it was listed, the question was listed at 35 and up, and I think it's kind of modified. Why do the older generation cringe at new lyrics as if we didn't have Little Kim Hardcore or it's we didn't insane. have... You know, certain Foxy. albums that that Everybody, had these. Like all of them, but yeah. bro, if you if you if you, I mean, I I understand why the question is asked why, but if you really just think about when you was a youngin and when, for like for me personally, Snoop album, I tell it all the time, Doggy Style was the first uh, joint I ever had purchased for me. I had to beg my parents to buy it for me. My mom was like, "Hell no, I'm not buying this. What is this on the cover?" My pop was just like, "Yo." This is what he listened. This is this is what it is for them, right? Like this is their music now. So like I was able to get it, but it, it happens every single time. We just are now officially at that age. We're in that age bracket where, you know, our music is what we listen to, and we can either choose to get down with what these youngins are saying and what they're doing, or we cannot, and we can have a problem with it. Just like when you brought up Little Kim Hardcore, I remember when I used to when my mom used to drive me to school. And Lil' Kim Hardcore would come on, like, whatever song off her album would come on. And back then... That album you know turned I mean? me into a man, Jerv. Hello. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but, but back then, like, you, yo, you would hear B-side tracks on the radio, right? Like, and it, it wasn't always radio. Hits. You could catch a B-side track. So, like, there were certain songs that I would feel uncomfortable as a, as a teenage boy listening to with my mom in the car. I would just feel uncomfortable listening to Lil' Kim talk all this stuff. And I'm like, yo, this is kind of crazy. I'm listening to this with my mom. But what's the, oh. what's the difference between Lil' Kim, Trina, Kia, I mean, Kaya, Nothing. right? And now we got City Girls. We got Meg. We got Cardi B. We got, you know, these women that have sexual raps. That's none of our, that's not our place to speak on. Nah, the, not at all. And, and be the grandstand gatekeepers of hip hop, you know what I'm saying? Hip hop is is art. First of all, it's poetry. However you want to portray it is how you want to portray it. And if it ain't for you, don't listen. And I think it's blasphemy for Snoop Dogg to be out here saying that shit because for one, he yes he is a legend, but to say like for women to keep their thoughts private, that's sexist. Bro. <laughs> Period. <laughs> We ain't seeing, we ain't, we ain't cosigning none of that shit. So, Uncle Snoop, you gonna either apologize or just get out the way, bro, or just have to deal with that shit. So I'm not a kid. I mean, I don't have a kid. Excuse me. Um, and a lot of times I hear shit like this. I'm like, yo, are niggas really this scared to just talk to their daughters? Like, you just can't have a conversation with your daughter about the song. Like, father to daughter, like, we can't just have real talk about the song and what it means to express yourself that way and what might come with that and what the consequences might be or whatever. Like, dudes really that scared to talk to their kids? I think for, uh, and, you know, me, this is me speaking with, with not even remotely having to have this conversation for a, a long, long, long time. long time from now, right? And, you know, I can talk my shit and say, oh, you know, that's whack. You know what I mean? I, I could have a conversation. But I don't know how I'm going to act when I'm in the moment. And I got to finally have this talk, right? But for right now, <laughs> in 2020, I think it's super duper whack that we, um, that men, like, are like, like, like fathers, like, get afraid to have, like, yo, like, at some point in time, you're going to have to put your, your daughter on game, right? Like, your, the mother can put her on as much game as she wants on how to handle herself as a lady, how to maneuver this, that, and the third. But there's a certain element that the pop is going to bring to the table that, that, that no matter what the mom has been through, that, the, that she, can't, she can't put them on. You know what I mean? Like, she can't put the daughter on to certain aspects, just like the pop can't put... The, uh, his daughter on a certain things just because you may not have experienced those things or or you know you 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 can't physically I mean uh, you can't mentally like understand it to you know the way that you were supposed to understand it or whatever or see it through those glasses or whatever the case may be so I think it's super duper corny if you're that uncomfortable with having that conversation with your child then you need to super duper just monitor what your child is listening to right like you need to put all these parental God, you, you need to take advantage of all the parental uh, God Jones or whatever that's on Apple or whatever Listen, the case may be. I feel be. like all that shit cap because at the end of the day, 
at some point in time in their life, you can't escape it. You Hello? only can you only can helicopter for so long. You know what I'm saying? And when you you got to educate them, bro. That's it. You just no. You just gotta have like basically you have a real conversations. Like, look, this is what's out there. You make the right choice. It's your choice because at the end of the day, you could like I said, you got a daughter, Jerb, a very young daughter. You look in the situation every year. You're gonna try to monitor and hover. And sooner or later, it's going to be out of your control, regardless if you like it or not. You could have coached her up as much as you want to. But by the time she's 18, she got to make her own decisions. You know what I'm saying? And that's just a harsh reality. Because I look at people, even as being a former educator, I look in the scenario of like, oh, I'm not going to let him do this. Or I don't want them to do that. Or I don't want them to do that. And then you look at them getting older and you're like, well, I did everything I possibly could to protect them. And look how they turned out. And it's like. Nah, they their own person, regardless of how you try to shield them from that. Like, I think it's more better if you have the conversation like, sure, by like 10, 11, 12, you start to be like, look, this is the music that's out here. Hey, you know, long as you don't start cursing in front of me and your mom, long as you don't start doing this. Yeah. Because you block creativity. That's what I mean. You know what I'm saying? When you, yeah. when you start creating these rules, you taking away any type of mental capacity that your child possibly could have had. You know what I'm saying? Not saying that you should just expose them to the Simpsons and all kind of shit that just, you know what I mean? It might be not age appropriate, but if you can monitor it to a certain extent, they can spend a night over a friend's house and see that shit. Exactly. Yeah. And, and again, you know, Snoop, I, I, like I would hope if when he's doing something like this, he would at least acknowledge his own role in explicit lyrics and rap. <laughs> As being one of the forefathers of it. And, um, you know, just the fact that no nobody's going to lecture the dude who made Throat Baby about Throat Baby. Like, nobody's going <laughs> to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just going to happen and nobody's going to care. It's sexually explicit. We know he's talking about oral sex. And we're moving on with our lives, right? Like, nobody's going to be like, you need to moderate your message because you shouldn't rap about dick and pussy. Like, what are you talking about? Like, it, it, the censorship is Snoop showing his age with that. And and I'm somebody with a, you know, obviously an immense amount of respect for Snoop. I'm a huge fan, right? Like, I was raised on the guy's music. But he's dead wrong for this one. Um, And we can move on to power, uh, Trey. I'm going I'm to I'm 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 send it over to you, sort of set us up. Um, I'm, I'm into the restart. I caught both episodes this morning. Um... I just gotta say, I, I like, I like how strategic um, Tyreek is. <laughs> He's a strategic cat. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm into. I just like that at least he puts thoughts into his actions when that just wasn't the fucking case back in the day when he, you know he was getting tangled up with crooked cops and all kinds of getting his sister killed and all of that. Like there seems to be some forethought into what he does these days. Well. I can say that Tariq is now showing more of what he's learned from every character that was in part of his life and his growth. You know what I'm saying? He has a splash of a little bit of everything, and you put a twist on that of his book smarts. You know what I'm saying? He has like a certain wit. You know, he has a you know a little bit of Tommy. He has Kanan. He has Ghost. He has Tasha, and everybody that's involved. And then you you factor that in with his own personality. He's able to become this likable character in ghost you know what i'm saying power book two um they start the episode off with Tariq not getting what he wanted obviously he was depending on this you know this this uh achievement in order to graduate early and he wasn't selected so that starts off on a negative end and then we bounced around but i wanted to highlight carrie and jabari two of the most unneeded Characters in this series. Hey Trey, wait, hold can, on. Can which I, one is which one is Jabari now, Trey? Jabari J- is homie that be writing the books. Mark Lamont and Hillface. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! The teacher, the teacher, teacher man. Yeah, I don't know why that makes me laugh. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> which was what's Carrie? That's the uh, that's the ball player. Nah, Carrie. Oh, Carrie that, is the homegirl's boyfriend. Nah, Carrie is the the um the um what's her name? She's oh, the oh yeah, she's the uh the instructor, yo, the counselor. Yeah, I I just gotta say this. I was watching this episode, 
And yo, I've never seen so many lame Negroes in one episode <laughs> in my life, bro. Like I've never seen I like I it's a TV show, so I get why why it's the things that are happening. It's are also happening. a soap opera, so keep going. But, oh my lord, bro. Like at first I got mad at my what's what's the basketball player boy? Um, uh, Zeke. My man Zeke. Zeke. First, I got mad at Zeke. I was like, "Bro, what are you doing? Like, yo, you have the perfect situation. Like, but then I remember he's super duper young. She's super duper older. She's she's doing things and <laughs> having him experience pussy on things. His sideburns, <laughs> oh my god! My man straight said, "What I'm going to the Q party for? I got everything I need." Because Jerv, you right got to think about that. First of all, he know he in a situation where he's supposed to be getting bread. He know he in a situation where he got groupies that can be in a situation. For one, he feel like he getting a bar off, banging a teacher. Then she doing all, she putting that thing on him. For one, she probably cooking for yes, my young Lord. boy. He ain't got to pay she nothing. Cooking. She got bread because she, a, you know what I mean, in his situation. And for what for what it's worth, he want to keep it going. You know what I'm saying? He don't want it to be a fling where it just kind of. You know, going, but he don't also know that she got a sexual appetite that's crazy, like a young person. You know what I'm saying? He about to be a top whatever pick in the next upcoming draft, bro. No disrespect, I mean this respectfully, my man, my man, respectfully, my man. Just, just relax, yo. But, you but just gotta relax. I, I ain't gonna hold you, Joe. She, she bad though. She nice. Oh, she she she's she's, she's very bad, she's very huh? tough, but he's gonna meet very tough more. Other, <laughs> oh other, other tough first butter. The Staples Center is gonna be legendary for him. So oh, so we man. we find we find Jabari pulling up to the residence unannounced. You know he's getting really nosy. He's seeing basketball. What? Why did Jabari assume that it was Tariq? <laughs> Tariq ain't showed us no athletic bone in his body, you, fam. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know that um that meme on the internet when cats be like rent free, that's Tariq in this du- with this dude. So like he's just obsessed with Tariq, and he just thinks because he you know because he's a street dude, his pops is a legend in the streets. He and he's a little Poindexter cornball. Um, he feels intimidated by Tariq, even though the kid is nineteen or eighteen years old or whatever Tariq is. Um. In this season, it, it, it's freaking hilarious. But I wanted to ask y'all, like, and this is no cap. I have never shown up to a woman's crib unannounced in my life. Never, never. Because I don't want to, like, I don't, I don't want to knock on somebody's door. And there's a nigga, in, like, yo, like, I, I want to be able to, you know, have my appetite for the rest of the week. Waking up Hello. in the middle of the night in a cold sweat, you just, you just thinking about what the shorty's doing. Like, why would you want to do that to your life, fam? Stay yo ass home. Text. Yo, is it cool if we link? Like, do not, yo. It, our listeners out there, if you ever even thought about doing this, do not ever, 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 ever show up to a woman's house unannounced. Ever, bro. Even your girl, you're not supposed to be showing up unannounced. Hey, Come it on, ain't man. player that ain't cool, and I don't know whoever made that shit cool. That shit gonna get the police called on you. <laughs> And you Bruh. might get shot showing up unannounced Fam. family. Yo, how lame are you that, that you have this 17, 18, 19 year old <laughs> kid living rent free rent free in your mind? <laughs> and you from all the t- from all purposes of watching this show, I think dude's the lamest character ever, but he seems to have his pick at whatever he wants, bruh. So Nah, you're... not to the point where Tariq writing them bars, making it really look real easy, bro. He basically write ghost writing his book for him. And then also you assuming that he banging your ex or whatever the joint was to him. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like t- what he jealous of him. He's been jealous of him from day one, so he's trying to make it hard for him. Well, again. If you were this accomplished professor, you didn't wrote all these books, you didn't did this, you didn't did that, and had this, and you letting this little eighteen year old kid live rent free in your mind. I'm sorry, bro. I don't care what kind of car you got. I don't care how crazy your crib is with the view. You are lame, and your money nothing will change that. And I can't deal with squares. That's just not me. I can't do it. Like I can't have no squares, bro. And he's a super duper square, like super duper square lame person. I can't. I can't bang with him. Can we talk about Kane, bro, and how off the leash he is right now? He 
is going to get somebody killed. You know what I mean? He almost slipped up and let Monet get done by uh, mm. Extension homie looking face. You know what I'm saying? During the... Um, <laughs> You know what I'm saying during the uh, during the delivery. You know what I mean during the pickup, and you know he's just out here reckless. He done got he done got the um, crooked cop involved trying to flip on Tyreek, and it's just you know he stand, he robbing churches. He running with street gang punks. Then got robbing picked churches, up. Churches, bro. Like he's robbing the church, bro. Listen, he is out of control, and that's the thing. And it's like it's crazy because Monet. And Lorenzo playing tug of war with him. You know what I'm saying? Like, although that's, it's my kid. No, it's my kid. And who raises him right? And he just a ticking time bomb. He gonna fuck it all up. He gonna get himself killed in the process. Yeah, I mean, dude, dude's a, I mean, Kane's a moron, bro. Like, you got, <laughs> I, Yo. I, I just don't understand how you just don't understand that the bigger picture where, like, Monet's expanding, bro. Like, she ain't cutting you out. You just, it's, it's expansion, bro. This is what happens. But Negroes is going Negro. You know what I mean? Uh, like, the jealousy and the, and the, and the envy uh, for, no, for no reason whatsoever is facts. And you know what, I, you know what, man? I'm, I'm into this book two thing for another reason the writing has gotten better like so that 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 um instance where he gets the two Braden and, and Braden's brother or whatever he is his cousin or whatever um to 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 pitch on the block for him right um I was just sitting there like yo this is the dumbest shit I ever seen right but in old power it would have just been that would have just been a plot point and we would have just moved on and that would it would have been completely stupid and plausible and ridiculous and we would have moved on. But in this version of power, you know, the dude goes to his mom and is like, yo, son, he's reckless. He's stupid. He's doing dumb shit. I'm like, wow, like this show is changing, bro. <laughs> like people do dumb shit and there's actually accountability for it. I, I just love the direction of book two, man. It's just better to me. Speaking of uh, people doing dumb shit, um, can one of you two explain to me uh, why Tariq didn't just say, yo, you got to stop messing with homegirl because her uncle is the district attorney? Well, well the thing is, he don't want people to know that, that he's connected to He don't want to Shorty sex. to know that he knows. You no, that's, that's well, cool, no. but Bra- Bra- well, no, this is Well, no, man. not that. No, nah, but Braden should. You can't trust white boy. You can't trust son. No, but Braden. But Braden's not supposed to know that he's he know who Sax is. How does he know Sax? And what's the connection? Because again, regardless if he says that, then it's kind of like, oh, you working with the ops, or you know what I'm saying? Braden gonna get too nosy. You know what I'm saying? Although he down and he can do the handshake and all that shit, he can flip at any moment. So. He just tried to do a different route. Have y'all been in a situation like Tariq where you had to make up a... Like, you had to tell your man that his girl was wilding? Man, um... <laughs> the Braden character is is fun for me. Like, I like... Like, they're not doing the Tommy thing all over again. Like, this is his own... Like, obviously, the parallels are there, right? Like, that's um Tariq's... Tommy, essentially, um, his white boy that he's a business partner with. Um, but, you know, this dude is not from the street. He comes from money. He uh, He's very aware of his privilege and how he uses it to his benefit. But he, you can see that he, you know, some of the stuff with Tommy is like, outside of being a goon and willing to kill people, like, he didn't make sense as a business partner. It's not like he came up with dope schemes and all. He was just muscle. Like this kid, you can see he has some type of ingenuity and you can see why somebody might want to be in business with him because he he does have hustle. He does have some level of smarts, just not when it comes to shorties. So I like what they're doing with, with um the Braden kid. It's a dope little character to introduce to show you like, what you can do when you come from privilege, you can get a more easily get away with stuff. Um, your yeah, access is crazier where you put you you don't have to hit the block. You hit the frat party. That's your block, right? Um, I, I like what they're doing with that character, man. And um, I know you guys are gonna continue with this conversation. I actually have to head out. Um, peace and salute to y'all. I'll be in contact with y'all pretty soon. Um, later, y'all. Rob said don't make a stupid face when I hang up, so I'm gonna go like this.
<laughs> Anyways, man, thanks, Waz. I'm gonna pick this up. We still got a couple minutes left for this. Um, Jer, what was your thoughts in the scenario of Tariq acting like he never seen a dead body before? Um, I'll be honest, I didn't catch it at first. Cause at first I was like, damn, that's wild. Yo, Tariq seen all this. And then, then like a couple minutes later, I was like, Jerry, what are you talking about? Dog? Tariq's like, yo, he, this Borden did this. He did that. So I actually, while I, I, I actually disagree with Wise, I actually thought this was a super duper trash episode. Like it, I thought this episode was, I found myself saying that's so, that, that's, so, that's such a power thing to happen right then and there. But I do fool with, um, the little, the little tiny detail things that are that that happen, like whether, like you said, this episode is you know Tariq putting on the front to be like, you know, I, I do think he was impacted, you know, what I mean, uh, to a degree because I mean, you know, while I have no experience at this, I gotta imagine it never. If you're into that lifestyle and this is what you do, I gotta imagine it never gets easy. Like there's always some sort of psychological thing that happens to you every single time you witness or you're a part of or whatever. But I do fool with the little tiny little things, how this week it was Tariq with the, you know, acting as if he's never done this before. And it's just like, oh my God, I'm such this naive kid, but no, actually we know what he's been through or whether it was uh, last week's episode where he banged over the, um, when Brayden knocked over the, the, the chessboard, right? Like, at first I was like, oh, yeah, you know, oh, here we go. Such a dramatic scene. Oh, he knocked over the chessboard. And then my man was like, oh, no, you forgot. You know, that was the that's the code. And I was like, oh, hey, okay, here you go. Shout out the power. That went over my head. I didn't peep it. I didn't even think y'all would go to that second level of, you know, type, type they shit. They trying. They trying. They trying to make it as deep as it is. And, and I think that... Something that we brushed over is sex week, you know, obviously being in the college. My man is the first history in the history of sex weeks, which I've never heard of because I went to an HBCU and I guess it was just don't exist sex week. Um, but correct me if I'm wrong, Tariq didn't get any during sex week, right? Like he seemed to be the only person not getting any AMs he, on sex he week. Had, he has not had sex through this entire uh, series. Mm. Every situation that he's been through, I think the only joint that he closed, if he did close, was Shorty in, in the old power joint who ended up flipping on him. Mm. You know what I'm saying? The, Span- the little Spanish uh, homegirl, right? Nah, not even her. I'm talking about back the girl, the first girl that he got into that got him drinking lean. Mm. Okay. Yep. 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 Wow. I forgot, you know what I'm I saying? forgot about that. But in this, in this, uh, in this uh, series, he has. You know, he's not really focused on that. I mean, obviously, this episode was really about power. You know what I mean? And you have to think about all the shifts of how many people felt like they had power in this situation, whether it was Davis, whether it was Sachs, whether it was Monet, whether it was Tariq, whether it was Braden. They all felt some sense of power at the particular connection. And I think that that's that's the thing that most people, you know, I know you didn't you didn't enjoy it as much, but you have to kind of sit back and look at what they're trying to give off and yes some of the scenes were definitely you know bad acting because Monet could do a little bit better Mary J Blige character um as you know really selling it because Method Man's been he's picked it up the Davis character has picked it up you know what I'm saying and and obviously we have that that factor of, of power rankings of what characters being likable and what's not Tariq was actually likable in his character this this episode because he was just showing different ranges and you see him now being street smart, you know, him yeah. telling, you know, Sax's niece and, and, and peeping the seam and understanding and like, okay, yeah, he could have closed shorty, but he got blood all on his shirt. And that's a whole nother explanation that he got to give off. You know what I'm saying? So now he's starting to be a little bit smarter yeah. and understand, okay, do I tell Braden about Sax? But then if I tell Braden, if Braden about Sax, now Sax is going to be, I mean, Braden's going to ask me, how do I know Sax? Not knowing it can mess up my mom's case. Right. And right. vice versa. And you can go on down the line. But now Tariq is now in good with the family and in too deep. He helped get rid of the body. Kane's feeling disposable. And I think Kane's going to continue to to go after. Now Tariq's just gaining enemies in this series. You're going to have um Jabari. Um who's I think he gets stalking killed. I think he now. gets killed, by the way. That's fine. You can kill that character off because he's he's just pointless right now. And then you got Kane, 
who's going to try to have some sort of jealousy. And I think that, you know, in that situation, but I'm waiting to maybe if Tariq um, hooks up with two bit and uses him as protection to, to, to take out Kane or in certain situation of how I can go. What's your predictions for next episode? I, so, um, I actually, my, my initial thought was I thought Jabari dies next episode. Cause I felt like I, they showed Kane shooting somebody and mm-hmm. process of elimination I just felt like it had to be him. Um, so I want to say that, but the other part of me is like, uh, I think they might have to do a little more with his book. He he has to get he has to he has to do a little bit more with the book in order to to really to, to for him to really go. Um, but if I had to, you know, I, so if, uh, I, I I guess my initial thought would be Jabari. There's potential that Jabari either dies or he gets shot this next particular episode by Kane. Um, I think Kane takes a uh, a step in the direction of um, of of separating himself from the family, um, and ultimately that'll end up with Kane's demise. You know what I'm saying? Because in the history of trying to take down the family, uh, you know what I mean that doesn't usually go well for the person that goes rogue. You know what I mean? They end up trusting the wrong person, and then that person intel tells back to the boss, and then gets the cool points, and then rises in the rank. So. Um, I, I think that he dies. I mean, I think I think some. I think Jabari probably gets shot this episode. I think that um, we're, we're probably going to get. Braden is probably going to pillow talk. Uh, you know, it, and you know, and I'm not even mad at the young boy, dog, because in the history of, of the game, I didn't heard a lot of bro. I didn't hear a lot of homies do do a lot of pillow talking, bro. When 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 that you know when that thing is being put on them uh, to a degree. Uh, you know, we get men. We 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 tend we tend to ram a little bit. So I think he's gonna, you know, uh, probably do a little pill talking. But in, at the end of the day, because of that dynamics that he's building with Tyreek, you know, it'll all come full circle and they'll figure it out. But I think next episode we'll see a little bridge in the, a, a little you know bridge in the gap between those two. Um, we'll see a little conflict between Tyreek and and Braden and in the trust factor because they kept harping on that. That trust was a huge word in this episode. I did pick up on that. Trust was a huge word in this episode. And I think that um, his Braden's girl is going to quote unquote keep it real with him and uh kind of take take a a head, get, get kind of get a little bit of a lead in this race with uh Tariq to, in order to control Braden, right? Like her and Tariq are basically in this rat race to control Braden to get what they want from them. And right now, Tariq is, you know, he made the the attempt to get better. I mean, to have a, a bigger lead on her, but sh- you know, she'll, she'll have some receipts somehow. Some Jerv, this sounds like you actually like this episode, man. Nah, this, bro. This breakdown. Nah, honestly. nah, I didn't like this episode, dude. Like I didn't like this episode because it's they running into the door. Like it was so predictable that her boyfriend was going to come in. Like why we don't, why we not locking doors in college? I don't get it. You just had the boy just running through condoms. My thing is, eh, we might get a little physical. Let's go lock the door. But nope, Power had to let the boyfriend walk up there and and be the boyfriend. Which was a hilarious. Which was a hilarious scene, by the way. Which oh yeah, I mean, nigga, nigga. Listen, bro. I, and listen, in in the history of of women, excuse not women. In the history of individuals making right choices, you know, what I mean, who they should go with, and and thinking about long term plays is for the short term plays. She's clearly making the wrong decision because my man is going to be somebody's doctor with a crazy crib with the Audi nah, but A8. He, nah, know? he was walling with those pictures though. Oh no, he, he again, he's a nut. He's a nut. <laughs> he's a nut. Like, he was the other person. Him and Jabari were some of the nuttiest character. They did some of the nuttiest things I've ever seen in my my power watching days. Um, and I couldn't co-sign that um, I wanted to ask a lot of times whose man, like whose man is this? Like, where are your homies at, bro? Like, where's 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 homies homies? Like, he has to go back and be like, yo, bro, she over here mess, you know what I mean? She got this one born in her class, she's always with him. Da-da-da-da. He needs the homie be like, eh, can't save this one, bro. You might as well just take this degree you about to get and flourish, young king. You know what I mean? Like they got to make a different the L, pick. right? Take the he L. trying to marry into her family, though, bro. So I get it. Um, my prediction is uh, definitely something's going to happen. I don't think Jabari gets killed off. I don't think um, Kane gets killed off in this episode. I think they'll still have some leeway in it. Um, but it will, you know, obviously with the sneak peek, Jabari is going to get in too deep and find out some shit that he's not supposed to. 
um, and maybe get kidnapped by Kane. And tortured a little bit. I don't know. I could go for um, that. I do like your theory with um, Braden, you know, missing his girl, checking, doubling back. His girl opens up and finally tells the truth. But then it's kind of on the have to play the right card. Does he protect his own ass or does he, you know, look out for Tariq? And I think he chooses himself over it. And Tariq finds out that he didn't can't trust him, you know. Um and then also in another scenario, I think that, you know, um, Diana and Tariq get closer, mm-hmm. you know, and in that situation. Bruh, hold up. Mm, you just made me think. And the power. It was such a power move. So, you know, Monet is is the type that trips, right? In what world does it make sense? Now, it worked out. But in what world does it make sense to, to A, call Tariq up to come to the to the most important part of your operation, right? Without her okay. And then you're going to let my man use his cell phone when she got the ultimate no cell phone policy at the drop. I, I, that's that's the stuff I didn't like about the episode. But it's a, so too deep. it's a soap opera. Hey, yeah, I'm going think, second level, that, bro. Listen, all, always, whenever you get mad, just say it's a soap opera. Yes. Soap, you're right, soap you're opera. Right, you're right. It is, bro. Like, as I say, those two characters don't need to be involved. They have to be involved because it's a soap opera. Mm-hmm. I feel you. You know what I'm saying? I feel you. We have to accept that. No show is perfect. Um, another show I'm checking out right now that I want everybody to check out. We might not discuss it, but industry is pretty dope. Um, I saw you This has been... Another episode of Black Opinions Matters uh, on behalf of John Gervais, Black Trey, myself, Big Waz, and Amina Hassan, who's on injured reserve, and we'll be back next week. Uh, that's all, folks. All right, yeah. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.